welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Licker, in this week's episode. I think they're about to finish the tower. Let's find out. So I'm going to keep it short this week because things are nuts over here and I really don't have a lot of time. I've said it before, these intros actually take a long time to do. Believe it or not, a 10-minute intro could take a few hours just because i got to redo it and I make mistakes and then i got to do it over and over and over again and then i got to edit it. Anyhow, I'm going to keep it short. Lots going on. We're trying to finish up the Battle Zoo Bestiary for 5e. It's pretty much done. We're just doing a final pass. We're putting together the Dragon Book. We're actually doing editing the layout right now. That's going to be done pretty soon. And as for the Jewel of the Indigo Isles Adventure Path, let me just say I think I got a little carried away because I so far have all the content for book one and book two, the first two parts of the Adventure Path, and it's coming in at about 140,000 words. So it's going to be big. I know some people balked at the price and they saw it. They're like, why is it so expensive? Because this thing is going to be gargantuan. There is hundreds and hundreds of pieces of artwork the maps are absolutely spectacular these maps are ridiculous in the amount of detail they have on them there's little shadows on the items in the rooms and the maps like it is ridiculous how good these maps are and then the actual length and depth of this adventure one of the things that i find in most adventures if not I'd say 95% of them is that they only do what I like to say are the action sequences or the set pieces. What they do is they just say, okay, here's this room and this is what happens and here's this area and this is what happens. And they don't have any connective tissue. They just go from set piece to set piece to set piece, which makes sense because that's where the action is. And then they figure the GM will just fill in the rest. They figure the GM will figure out how they get from point A to point B. Not in this adventure. In this adventure, we have everything. And I think this is one of the reasons people loved Kingmaker so much is that there was so much in Kingmaker that made the world feel alive and gave the GM so many tools to fill in the blanks as well as the adventure parts that people just loved it. So in this adventure, we're putting in everything. We're putting in we're putting all cool activities you could do in the town. We tell you exactly how far places are from one place to another. Sounds crazy. Check out most adventure paths. They don't tell you how far things are. And then you got to figure out yourself as a GM. Trust me, because I've had to do this a million times. It drives me crazy, especially when they're like, how long does it take to get there? It's the number one question PCs always say. And in this case, wow, we actually have a chart that shows exactly how long it takes to get from anywhere to anywhere. What a crazy idea. And we have scenes. So, for example, if you're going to go on a big adventure, it just doesn't go from big adventure A to big adventure B. We will have... Okay, what do you do before the adventure? And then you go on the adventure. And then when you come back, what do you do during the downtime? Maybe you meet with people. Maybe you find out some more information. Maybe you do research. Here's how you can do it. We have everything laid out. And again, you as a GM can use this however if you want. If you want to use it as written, you can. Or if you just want to use it as inspiration for your game, you can do that too. The point is, is that we are giving you the tools to make this adventure as custom as you want it to be, or if you're gonna run it as is, it gives you 
tons of detail so that you can make a super rich, amazing world. This adventure might kill me because I think in the end, I think it's going to be like three to four hundred pages, which sounds scary, but trust me, it's going to be fantastic. And you know what? If you're going to dedicate a year of your life to running an adventure path, I'm going to make sure that you use that year wisely, that you make sure that you have an amazing adventure. Everyone has a good time. There's something for everyone to do, no matter what your class, no matter what your ancestry. There's always something fun and interesting that will keep you going, that there's always something that is driving the party forward, and they're experiencing things they've never, ever seen before. That's another thing that's taking up a lot of space, is that we are coming up with new rule systems, very light rule systems, sort of how Kingmaker did it when you were building your kingdom, but actually we have this even lighter. I think it's gonna be awesome. We have all the best writers in the world on this, and then I'm using all my GM tips and tricks and everything I've learned over the past 40 years and putting it into an adventure to make it as easy as possible so that a GM can run it and make it as fun as possible so that PCs look forward to seeing what happens next every single week. Uh, I'm very excited. We're going to talk about this more once the Dragon Book comes out, but be on the lookout for that. And then, of course, we have all the new ancestries. We have the God system. We have so much coming out, and that's coming along. That's almost all done, too. That's getting really close. So in the end, we're looking at 400-plus pages, most likely, between adventure and ancestries and items, at least. So you're going to get your money's worth if you're getting this book. I promise you. You're going to have a lot a lot of content that you can use not just in the short term but in the long term too so again you can just get that at battleslee.com right now if you want and i will say the price probably will go up after it comes out so right now it's cheaper than it's going to be later because this book is going to be very expensive to print because it's going to be massive i'm not sparing any expense we went nuts on the artwork the only people that even come close to the amount of artwork that's in this book is paizo and that's about it I basically had a goal of having pretty much artwork on just about every single page in the book. And, well, it's turning out to be a challenge because I just keep adding more and more and more and more artwork every single section of the book. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's show notes. Show notes this week, real quick. Check out the new YouTube show. That's right. Me and Mark, we talk about role-playing topics. Last week, we talked about what is the session negative one which no one talks about, but I really think you should check it out. I think you're going to find it very interesting. We talk about the expectations before the game starts and how to set them. This is something people do not do, and this is one of the main reasons why groups fall apart. You want to listen to this, especially if you're going to be doing a long-term adventure or campaign. You want to do a session negative one. Just go to youtube.discord.com and you can see what is a session negative one. Next week, we're going to do what is a session zero. There's been a lot of talk about how session zeros work. I'm going to give you my take on what I do during a session zero. It's similar to what other people do, but Mark and I do it a little differently. And also, how do you do a session zero if you're doing a one shot or if you're doing a Pathfinder Society or Starfinder Society game where the session one is the session zero? You're doing all that at once. You're doing a session negative one, zero, and one in one sitting. So how do you do that? We're going to go into that this week, Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 Pacific, live 
YouTube. You can check it out. You can ask us questions. Or if you want, just ask us questions in the comments and we'll answer them later. So you don't have to be there live if you don't want to. And then finally, we're going to do how do you set up a session one? And again, session ones are actually very nervous. That's probably the most common question I get from people who listen to the show. I get a lot of people who write me at least once a month. Someone writes me, hey, I'm new to role playing. I'm going to be doing GMing for the first time. What tips and tricks do you have for me doing a session one? And I usually outline some ideas of how they should do it. And I tell you, someone like me who's been doing this forever, it's still kind of nervous. Session one has a lot of expectations for you as a GM and the players. So there's a lot you need to keep in mind when you do a session one. So anyhow, check that out. Of course, do check out the Discord channel. Just go to discord.worldforcombat.com. Of course, do check out our newsletter. That's right. If you want to see our newsletter, just go to news.worldforcombat.com. You can sign up. Mark is building a monster. For those of you who are RPG superstar who are wondering about their monsters, well, guess what? We have an online voting system where you can vote for what the monster will be. And between your votes and Mark, we're going to be building a monster and then that monster is going to go in one of our future books. So everyone's going to get credit for this monster who helps build it. And it seems to be very popular because hundreds of people are voting for this thing. And the first thing we're voting for is what type of monster it should be. And it is really, really close. There's five options and four of them are neck and neck. One of them is like pretty far away. We're not going to do that one again. But the other four are really close. And you should vote for my favorite and that is a Tyrannosaurus Rex with tentacles, or a tentacle Rex, if you will. I don't know, we're working on the name, but man, that thing would be awesome. Part octopus, part Tyrannosaurus Rex, part Eldritch Horror. Dude, that's a winning monster right there. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting adventure. So how do we figure out how to put the dwarves at rest? Lauren Sig is playing Hap, a human fire elementalist sorcerer. I don't know. Vanessa Hoskins is playing Alhara Veris, a half-elf gymnast swashbuckler. I still think we have to re-energize the tower and orb. Rob Pontius is playing Otteron, a human witch of curses. I thought we had to get them out to re-energize it. Not the old one. The, the first tower we went to, we just like, I don't know, smiled and waved. And it unhooked that machine with the gem or whatever, and then it was fine. This one, I, I don't know. Let's search the stone liege for any kind of, like, at least that stylus. The golem stylus that the tablets mentioned. Rob Termarco is playing Darius Varus, a half-elf monk of the mountain style. All right, you look through his stone pockets. I... Well, if he has, does he, is everything on him completely stone? Yes and no. I was saying maybe we can like chip away his pockets and expose the non-stone <laughs> stuff. That'd be kind of cool. Be like digging like archaeology or something. Well, there's a yurt in front of you. Oh, the yurt. I also do a yurt search. You, you check out Mr. Stoner over there. I'm sick of him. I'll, I'll look in the yurt. Okay. But you're really injured. Now it's the hurt yurt. I don't know. Search too. Hurt yurt. Hurt yurt. Okay, give me a perception check. Fucking stinks in here. Whoever's searching the golem. Watch, Ron. I'm doing it. 28. Mm -hmm. And uh, Har can give me a, a yurt perception. Oh my gosh, I rolled a two. You're terrible. Well, here's the thing. Well, you're not feeling good. Atron can't find anything. Alhara, 
is terrible of perception. Luckily, she is searching a Zolgath hut, and it's very easy to find stuff. In fact, there's treasure in the yurt. There's a banton made of obsidian and onyx. There's a gi- What is a banton? B-A-N-T-A-M? No, B-A-T-O-N. Baton. Baton? Why would they have a baton? Oh. <laughs> Slap you around. I like batons. They're fun for twirling. Okay. Well, you have a baton made of obsidian and onyx, which makes no sense. There's a gem. Interesting. And you find two potions as well. And Mr. Darius. I am Mr. Darius. You find in the back of the golem's head a little pocket. Ooh. Aha! I opened the pocket. Inside of the pocket, a.k.a. a panel, you find... A stylus. I've got the stylus. You can hold that over your sister forever. What? No. I'm not a golem. No, because you're like, because no, she was like, oh, well, search the pockets of the golem. No, I don't care about the golem. I was talking about the stone leash, the Zolgath. Oh, you're going to search him too? I mean, we're going to do both. No, I, I was making fun of him because the stone leash, the Zolgath turned himself into stone. So I imagine we can't just rifle through his pockets. Ah, good point. Well, the only thing he had on him that was worth anything was a bar. Oh, his digging bar. His digging bar. And that was right. it. Well, we have the digging bar, and now we have the stylus from the golem. No problemo. I am curious about this digging bar. It did quite a number on us. The digging bar? It's literally a bar made out of metal. It's worth maybe a copper. Oh, okay. Not magical? No. I thought it was like his magic staff or something. He just casts his spells, yeah. Nah, just a bar for digging. It's like a shovel without the spade. Cool. Got it. But you can see that this stylus is a small diamond-tipped stylus. Hmm. And it's really neat. It's just neat. That's it. Darius, can I look that over, please? Yes, please. Adoran will take some time trying to identify it, see if it's magical, presuming it is. Always with the magics. Yup. It's just endless ink. There's no ink. It's made out of diamond. Yep. You know what it is. Yay. It's a golem stylus. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's mm. all you know. No, I'm kidding. You know that if you activate it, which you can do once per hour, you can make a quick inscription on a golem creature of 11th level or lower, and they have to succeed a reflex save, or you immediately gain control over the golem for one minute. And the controlled golem is helpful towards you and follows your orders to the best of his ability as long as it's under control. If the golem's original control is within 60 feet and can see it, you can attempt a counteract check as a reaction to counteract this effect. And on effect, the inscription disappears and the golem reverts to its pre-inscription state. So if you try to target a golem that's already been inscribed with the golem stylus, you have to attempt a counteract check against the previous inscription as part of activating using your golem stylus item level or your kind of skill modifier to counteract that. If successfully, then you modify the existing inscription, the golem falls under your control. So basically, you like initial it on the back of its neck. And if you do it right, it falls under your control. If someone else has their initials, you need to undo their initials and put yours on. And then if it works, then you get them for a minute. Nice. And that's it. And then you found some gems and two potion thingies. That's it. Well, this um, stylus would let you uh, take control of the golem. So that is incredibly useful for the future, I assume. We are going to fight more of them. That sounds really cool. 11th level or lower. And it's worth 850 gold pieces. Very nice. Yes. But let us rest. 
Yes. Let me get you healed. Yes, please. Thank you. We can use this yurt unless it stinks. Oh, no, it's gross in here. Yeah. Atron will keep using life boost on Alhara like we talked about, chatting with Sheila Ghosh in between. Okay. Well, you do it. You seem to have cleared this whole area. You don't feel any different, though. Alhara also chats with Sheila Ghosh, but just makes, like, dumb bird noises, which probably annoys him. Yeah. Oh. Sheila Ghosh likes you, though. Bird. All right, so we probably need to deal with the ghost dwarves in order to help this orb or whatever inspiring thing we're supposed to do. I don't know. Should we go back up and search the laboratory again? Like, I don't know. I thought maybe it was just the presence of enemies. I will read over what we found a little closer. Deladeron will go over the things Darius had found, the, like, stone tablets. Well, and exploring up there with the stylus might might do something. And how long do you spend looking at the tablets? As long as it takes. I don't know. I'd like to read over what's in there. If there are more instructions or journal and maybe 10 minutes to get a general idea of what all is in there. Oh, it'll take you a couple hours. Yeah, I'm thinking just spend 10 minutes to see what's in there. Uh, 10 minutes and you're like, it's the journals and they're all in like different order and you need like a couple hours to organize it and figure out what's going on, but you might have what you need if you spend the time. Okay. So I'm trying to say it could take me a couple hours to read through these, but they are journals. Okay. So if you want, I can take the time. Sure. Yeah. I think I might just rest for a minute. Uh, Alhara says that she's pulling her throwing dagger out of this Zolgath stone lieges stone body. Oh, God, I'm stuck in there really good. So, you're spending time. What do you do for the first hour? Read. Okay. Anyone else doing anything, or are you just hanging out waiting? Alhara's going to use her throwing dagger to, like, carve her name into the stone here. The camera pans out, and, like, half is carrying Darius as they fly through the air. To where? Just around. We're, we're bored. Let's fly around. Oh, where'd he go to? Alhara was here. Let's search the perimeter. Yeah, we're just going to do a lap around the around the tower. Okay. Do you do anything else besides l- search around the tower? Search around the tower for, like, secret doors. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay, you search around. You don't see any secret doors or anything like that. But you do see something. Oh. Oh. What happened, Darius or Al- Alhara is going to smooch Alteron when no one's looking. Ooh. As you're flying around, off in the woods, you see a creature approaching you. What kind of creature? A squat clay golem that is sculpted to vaguely resemble an enormous female dwarf. The golem's hands are raised in the air, stubby fingers splayed in a gesture of surrender. It, like, looks at you and it's putting its arms up as it sees you. Oh. Darius, should we land? Let's land. Okay, I'll land. What ho, dwarf golem? Do you understand me? The dwarf golem looks at you and says, Runk, runk. I guess not. It's like putting its hands up and it looks mm-hmm. at you and goes, Runk, runk. Runk, runk. Runk, runk. Runk, runk. Runk, runk. And like pats its chest. Runk, runk. Oh, hello, runk, runk. Darius. <laughs> runk, runk. Groot. Darius. Hap. Runk, runk. Darius, yes. Nice to meet you, runk, runk. Runk, runk. Gotcha. Runk, I point at her and say runk, runk. Runk, 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 runk. Runk, runk. Okay, that's not a language, is it? Why don't we have her come with us? Wrong, wrong. Yeah, I, I gesture, follow us. And we walk a little bit ahead and look back. Wrong, wrong. And she's following you. Okay. And now this statue is in the exact same style as all the other statues and golems you've seen. Right. I will yell, Ataran, Alhara, we have a guest. What? And Ataran will stand up and look over. Her name is Runk, 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 Runk. Uh, I guess we know that stylus works, huh? It might be runk runk. Runk runk. Runk runk. 
Runk runk to you too, lady. I think that might be her name. Interesting. As you mentioned on those tablets. Oh, you don't see anything like this. They said, come back to me, remember? Yeah. I will find out. I assume the back to me was a paramour of the dwarf. This is the paramour. I do not think so, but maybe. It actually is pantomiming. And to Darius, when you say the name, it like it shakes its head up and down, like yes. Okay, great. Runk Runk is here. Nice to meet you, Runk Runk. Runk 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 Runk. Wait, that means. Should we bring her a tablet? Wait, Runk Runk. Does that mean you understand us? Shake your head if you do. She shakes her head up and down. Oh, Runk Runk. Did you know the two dwarves that were here trying to take over Absalon? Mmm, ronk, 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 ronk. Mmm. She seems to be very agitated by hearing them. Oh, I think that I think one of them loved you. They are ghosts now. Ronk, ronk. She shakes her head no. Perhaps she was carved to resemble her, though. Oh, is that right? Maybe. A long memory. Where's Riley? Riley's in his Pokeball. Oh, okay. I just assume it's like a full-on, like, park in there. Well, Runk Runk is coming over, and, and she's being very gentle. And then she she's, like, putting her arms out towards you, putting her arms out. And she's like, Runk 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 Runk. She's putting her hand against her chest and, like, putting it to you, Darius, and to you, Hap, and Atron and Nahar. She's like, Runk 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 Runk. You're sorry? Is this, like, an apology? Runk Runk? Mm. Runk like shaking her head yes okay wait okay nodding her head yes okay how do we fix this place and i point and i point to the orb she she looks up and she points to the orb and says ronk ronk yep can you fix it obviously ronk ronk she shakes her head no she's like ronk 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 she just keeps pointing to the orb i don't know what you mean this is the second most stimulating conversation i've had all day Meaning we have to do something with the orb, which makes sense, but what? Can we use the stylus and inscribe our name on it? My orb, mine! I'm a little worried about flying too close to it and burning up. She hears that, she goes, Ronk, Ronk! Ronk! Ronk, Ronk! Ronk, Ronk! Ronk! It's like pointing you, Atron, to the orb. It's like, Ronk! Ronk! Ronk, Ronk! I guess you just go for it. Um... I will be careful not to get too close, but I will try again. I'll do it if you just want to... Can you make me fly and I'll just go up there? I cannot. Oh, well, good luck. Well, then how would you going to do it? Oh, actually, yeah, I can't fly right now if it's been more than five minutes. It's a couple hours. Yeah. Mm. Yes, my fly's done. Sounds like Hap, you're it. Hap, you will have to try. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Good luck. Don't screw it up. Uh... Okay, what should I what should I bring with me? Nothing. I think you should go up to the orb. The fate of the world depends on you. Uh, no pressure. Okay. Well, everybody come up with me at least so if I fall you can catch me. Uh, I can catch you. Do not get too close. It's only 300 feet up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, I will oh ascend the tower and get to the, like the rubble pile. Okay. Well, remember, it's 160 feet above the rubble. Yeah. It's floating in the air. Yeah, this is going to be a problem. All right. I'll, uh, I'll fly up there. Okay, you fly up like an eagle. You're 
near the orb, what do you do? Tell me what you do when you go near it or approach it. Well, it's so bright. My attention is going to be focused on my hearing. I'm going to be listening for Otron to scream at me, stop if I'm about to mess up. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to put one hand over my eyes because this thing's so dang bright. It's like the sun and I'll put my... Good plan. Yes, shield your eyes. And I'll put my other hand out and I'll just slowly float towards it. Be cool if you had some, like, glasses or goggles or something you could wear that would block out really bright lights. Sunglasses? Yeah, something like that. Goggles of day as opposed to goggles of night? Right, goggles of day. That sounds perfect. We call them orb shades. Orb shades. Oh, that's actually kind of awesome. Hap, you get closer and closer and closer and closer. And when you're just a few feet away, suddenly you feel... A blessing of Aerodin wash over you. Oh, Oh, thank God. (laughs) Your body is infused with the resilience and durability of stone. That sounds good. You are protected against the effects of severe cold and severe heat. In addition, you could also focus this durability to gain an additional effect. Once per day, you can cast stone skin. Oh. As an innate divine spell, heightened up to a spell level equal to half your level rounded up, you get the reflection of stone. And as you do that, you see the darkness spell from the lab disappear. Ooh. Oh, how nice. Aw, I like it. And then Runk Runk starts clapping her hands excitedly, going, Runk 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 Runk, like a little child. Mm. Atron covers their ears a bit from the echo of that clap. It's very loud. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, hey, rock, rock. (laughs) Wow, jeez. Absalom just called. They think there's a new war. I imagine that the stone power comes on like all of a sudden. And (laughs) she might get so heavy that she just falls like a rock. No, it doesn't change your weight. Okay, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, you don't turn into stone. It's just like, just your skin is stone. Well, I'll fly back down. So, did that do it? The darkness seemed to go away. Do we all get this, or do we have to, like... No, just Hap got it. What? Oh. Yep. That is a good thing, Hap. Otteron, fly me up there. Me too, me too. Well, I'll fly you up there. We will have to wait till tomorrow, unless Hap can carry us. I can fly you up there. Yes, carry me. Carry me, Hap. Oh my god, I don't know if Hap can carry Darius. Sure she can. It'll, I'll be super encumbered, but... <laughs> yeah, just real slow. <laughs> they slowly float up. I think it's the other way around. I think Darius grabs Hap, and then she uses a spell, and it's more like... Oh, like she's a jetpack. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're the Hap pack. Whee! Put me in the bag of holding, and I'll halfway come out and touch it. Oh my gosh. I can totally imagine Hap piggyback riding, and then <laughs> just a little hand comes out. Hi! Yeah, just a little hand, boink. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, who wants to go first? Darius can go first. I'll go first. Oh, but you're so heavy, big brother. Put me in the bag. I'll be a relief after that. All right, let's go. Hap rides, Hap rides. You got to give her a quarter, though. I'd give her a, I'd give her a whole gold piece. Oh, there you go. All right, so in a strange twist, I guess... Darius will piggyback ride on Hap for once. Yep, and I look like a little boy. Oh, yay! And she's like, oh my god. 
You're so heavy. Aww. This is great. <laughs> You're like, yay! Well, wait a second. You were just flying around with her. How did that work? Same way. She was struggling. Oh, well, there you go. So you like, you had this whole thing worked out. <laughs> That's true. All right, we'll fly you up there. All right, and then I, I go to touch it. Well, you don't have to touch it. You just have to get within it. Get close. Yeah. Pretty close. Something like five feet or so. Sure. And you too. <gasps> you explode. Feel the reflection, reflection of stone. stone. <laughs> this rocks. So you are protected against severe cold and severe heat. Those are the environmental effects. So you don't have resistance to colder heat. It's that environmental effect of like being in like the sun for too long or extreme cold. So right, right. Not that that will come in very often. This is a rockin' reflection. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, you two got it, Darius. Oh, dun dun dun. Next is Atron. They've got a stony demeanor. Ooh. Come on, Atron. Ronk Ronk's excited. She's clapping her hands. Ronk 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 Ronk. Atron goes up to Hap and um, I will hold on to you. All right, here we go. We'll fly up a little bit. Whoops, I'm sli- I'm just kidding. All right, I'll take you out. Chila Ghost jumps off Atron's shoulder and flies around. Does Chila Ghost get the stony power? Nope. Chila Ghost just does not bond to things except me. I don't know. <laughs> I thought he was very sedimentary. I don't know. Dun dun. Atron shields their eyes as well. Okay, you also get the reflection of stone, and Ronkrok's having a great Yay. time watching you all get magic. All right, Alhara, you're next. All right, Alhara's gonna ride hop like a like a hop pack. Hop pack away, and she'll like wall jump off of what remains of the top of this tower, get as high up as she can. Hop dropper. Just drop her. I mean, with her catfall being so good, we could drop you just for fun, because you know, you'd be fine. Yeah. You'd survive. You would totally survive. I would survive, yes. How much damage would that be? Let's do the math. I mean... Oh my goodness. If you're 160 feet up, minus catfall, so... I'm not going to drop you unless you ask to be dropped. That's 130 feet total. So, what's that? 13d10? Is that what that is? Oh my god. No, it's isn't it like 130 points of damage? I have 50 feet minus, so... Oh, okay. How high up from the top of the tower is the is the orb? Oh, it's automatic, right? Yeah. So, okay, so it's 70 points of damage. You're fine. That's like not even half. Ouch. Okay, a little more than half. But you're like, ow! Do it again! Do it again! That could be fun. You would love that. You'd be so into it. You're like, higher! Higher! Let me tell you what. This is like getting punched in the face by a golem. When Alhara gets legendary and acrobatics and can always land on her feet and not take damage, she's going to be jumping off of so many high stuff. She's going to basically be space jumping, but specifically to land on the ground. I love it. Space jump. So lame. Boy. I mean, cool. Okay. Do what you're going to do. Do you go up there? Yeah, let's go up there. We go up there. You go up there. For some reason, it doesn't seem to work for Alhara. I don't know why. Hey! I throw her into the orb. And then she realizes, oh, wait, I need to pretend that I'm actually not going to harm the orb. I'm not going to harm the orb. Oh, now he gives it to you, because it only works on people who are true of heart and good. Are you good, Alhara? Are you a good witch or a bad witch? I mean, Darius got it, and I don't know that he's good anymore, but Alhara is certainly good. That's a good point. You know, that's not true, because Ekachek is one of the brother-sisters of Herodin, so he's family. He's not. He could have been. 
No, he's an assassin that the gods made, and then... Uh, the gods made the assassin god. Well, yeah, and then... On purpose! In order to be an assassin to gods. What does pure of heart mean in this context? Good? The, the alignment? Pure of heart means that I determine if you deserve it or not. We are trying to save this whole place. That sounds like a very Steven game, honestly. Hey, you all got it, so... Thank you. You're deemed, as of now, pure of heart. Oh, okay, good. As of now. Whew. As of now. Steven game, what does that mean? Am I that mean? Uh, no one's ever died. Uh, except once, but that was his own fault. Okay. That was. wasn't my fault. But Stone Skin's no joke. It is really super cool. I'm definitely going to use it. Yeah, that is a great ability. Right now, it lasts for 20 minutes, and it's resist all physical damage 5 but every time you use that resistance, the duration goes down by a minute. So, like, it'll, it'll peter out. But as soon as we level once, it, it'll be 10 points of resistance to physical damage, which is so good. So good. Ooh, there's more. Until they start using decanters of water on us. That's right. Well, we don't get any of those weaknesses that the clay golem had. <laughs> yeah, we're not golems. We just have tough skin. Yeah. Oh, we're not? Oh. Did, did you want to be a golem, Atron? Yes. Oh, I know, me too. How cool would that be? I have good news for you. Well, maybe I can find the transformative power for this. I have to tell you, not having to eat or drink these last couple months has been kind of freeing, actually. Terrifying. I can't handle it. So, Elhara, do you really want to be a golem? I think Elhara does. I think that would be the like pinnacle of physical perfection for her. Guess what? I think she sees like eating and drinking and sleeping as weaknesses. Guess what? Right. Atron who's reading the book, and finds an archetype that will allow you <gasps> to turn yourself into a golem. What? Ooh, is this like the Sphinx thing that used to exist? Golem grafter. Swear to God, golem grafter. Replace a portion of your body. What? With an artifice of the kind used to create golems. Fortifying your flesh with the unyielding might of magical constructs. Wow! And it starts at level 8, so look at that. I got a picture, too! Is there, like, a prerequisite that you have to have? Expert in arcana and crafting. Or an ally with these skills. Wow! Right! Your ally can craft you. Ooh, baby. Wink, wink. Look, there's the picture. You see, his arm is a golem arm. Yeah. Okay, I'm intrigued. Wink, wink. And some of these are pretty good, like the Quicken Heartbeat. That one's pretty damn good. You're not slowed, and you're Quicken 1 during your turn if you ever get slowed. You gain resistance to physical damage. You need that. Yeah. Living adamantine? Ooh. This is really cool. This is cool. Wow. And you can make your fist clay, so you can punch people. Atron reads through to see if it gives you susceptibility to water and cold, and you have to fear decanters of endless water. It does not. Oh, that's Iron good. lungs. That's pretty cool. Your lungs are infused with iron. But that one. Ooh, that sounds good. You can inhale poison and then exhale it out into a 15-foot cone at someone else. How crazy is that? You can literally drink poison. Mm -hmm. You kind of become Bender. This is pretty cool. Kill all humans. Don't mind if I do. Oh my gosh. Yeah, look at this. You gain resistance to physical damage equal to the number of class feats from Golem. Wait, this is good for you. Your, yeah. your unarmed strike becomes a D8. 
Yeah. And is cursed. If you took all of them, though, that's only five points. So it's not like a ton, but it's... It adds up. No, it does. I agree. I agree. (laughs) How many times are we going to have this discussion? Math. It adds up fast. (laughs) That could be a hundred points of combat easily. Yeah, no, this is pretty freaking cool. The accursed clay fist. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh. Your target takes a minus two status penalty to saving throws against curse effects. Mm-hmm. What? That helps me a lot. I know. I can punch someone and then you can curse them. It'd be cool. <laughs> like, we're all becoming golems, people! <laughs> the Circus of Wayward Golems. Let's go. <laughs> well, Darius, your punches get stronger if you do it. I know. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. You get, You do more damage. Everyone does more. The only one that doesn't really help is Hap. Wow, Quick and Heartbeat's really cool. I know, that one's really good. Oh, yeah. Like, when Oof. you're at the end of your turn and you're like, I have one action nothing to do with it. You just Quick and Heartbeat to move it to your next turn. You've replaced your heart with one made of animated Quicksilver and living adamantium. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. You are literally Wolverine. It, it's, it's pretty neat. And look at that. You can you can make yourself quickened every other turn, basically. You remember back when I did a huge rebuild because we found Riley and I had to go Beastmaster? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm seeing something similar happening here. I might, I might have to I might have to spend some time. <laughs> well, you can't get rid of Riley. No, I know, but no, 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 not for me. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Steve, Steve knows what I'm thinking. I know what you're thinking. I was excited when I saw this. I think I was, I was like, oh, I think Vanessa's going to start, the wheels are going to start churning. Absolutely. She's like, wait a second. This is pretty good. <laughs> and it suddenly makes your build a lot more interesting. Yeah, Alhara starts thinking about it and like is staring at the little A.N. stone that's still revolving around her head. And like how much, I don't know, relief, I suppose, she's gotten from using it. And she's just like, yeah, hmm, might, might, might have to think about this. And the best part, and this is just written in the side notes, you poop bricks now. <laughs> okay. Nice. What happens when Ohara starts acting like a bitch and we use the golem stylus on the back of her neck? Oh my gosh, that's mean. That's the real reason why Atron wants it. Mm? Oh, oh, oh. I don't think they would no, do that. No, no. No, 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 no. Especially only on those special nights. No. Safe word. Safe word. I don't know that they would do that. It's runk runk. Mm. All right. Well, let's let's get. Yeah. Does your type does your type change or well, anything? Because so then you would. Did get the life come back stuff. to this, or do we still need to clear something? Uh, you, you're pretty much done. Okay. The ghosts are gone. At least you think they're they're gone because like that dark vision was. Sorry, not the dark vision. The darkness, and you just know they're gone because that's like that was that was okay. permanent, and that was that's gone. And Runk Runk is very, very excited after all this. And he's very excited to be... Well, let's bring Runk Runk to the circus. Runk Runk, would you like to be with our people? Runk Runk, she shakes her head up and down. She wants. To, she actually wants to be with all of you. She's like, she's like kind of like a puppy dog kind of hanging okay. out with you. Good. Maybe... Is there any form of sign language in Galarian? Yeah, it's a language in, in Pathfinder. Yeah, because I don't... I was looking up because I know Shadow Tongue and Undercommon, and I wasn't sure if either of those had a sign language component that I would know. But Adoron probably knows of such existing. Well, we will get you back to the circus, and we will. Mm, we can get you chalk and tablet, and we can 
communicate via writing, at least for now. Wrong. Wrong? Alteron nods. She seems confused. Okay. Yeah, I think you have everything. And Zolgaths are gone. You got your reflections. Curse is lifted. The rodent of unusual size is dead. And you got the ring. You got the breastplate. You got this stylus. Pretty good. It's like four plus grand of gold you got there. Mm, but you're not gonna you're not gonna sell it. You're gonna be using it all. So yep, that ring is sweet. You should sell it. It's not worth that much. Okay, what you gonna do? You tell me. Can we get the world map pulled up? Well, we head back to the circus. Head definitely. back. Are you ever bringing Riley out? Well, I mean, no. Oh, okay. Was there any effect on the land nearby from this tower? Not really. This tower seems like they couldn't get up to it and couldn't affect the orb in any way. It looks like this tower has had <laughs> this tower's had enough trouble. And from what you can read, it looks like these these brothers were using this tower as a base of operation to create this golem army. And all these golems that you know that you were fighting are the same style. And this one appears to be intelligent or something and very different than the ones. It doesn't seem to be violent at all, in fact. Very gentle. And there's hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of destroyed golems everywhere. Whatever was going on here, there was a big fight and ended up killing the army and blowing up the tower. And it's been like that ever since. It looks like the Zolgath cannot figure out how to get, can't even get to the orb to affect it, so... I'll ask Riley if he wants to come out. That's you. You tell me. It's your dog. Well, I mean, I don't know what he's thinking. He's thinking, yeah, why wouldn't he want to be in a pet cache? Unless it's in, like a magical heaven there or something. Yeah, no, I mean, it's nice in there, but... Alright, I'll, I'll let him out. Alright, come on out, boy. Come on out. You can walk with us on the way back to the circus. Okay, as soon as Riley comes out, Riley is super excited and starts jumping to Ronk Ronk and seems to really, really like Ronk Ronk a huge amount. Like, Riley loves Ronk Ronk. Oh, I like it. Oh, look, you have a friend. And then Ronk Ronk is, like, talking to Riley. It's like, Ronk Ronk, Ronk Ronk, and Riley's, like, jumping up and down. And then and Ronk Ronk picks up Riley, and Riley's like, Oh, be gentle. And Riley's, like, licking Ronk Ronk's face. I remember, she's ten feet tall. And then she starts to juggle Riley. Okay, okay, that's enough. Uh, He's loving it. He's loving it. Nope, nope, nope. Mama says no to that. A juggler golem. Aw. He loves it. He loves it. He's like barking. He actually gets a little snippy with you when you try to stop it. Excuse me? Excuse me, little little man? I don't think so. Down. It's like all upset, but the Ronk Ronk is like, look, sorry, but... The, your dog loved it. It's okay. He had a good time, but that's dangerous. Hey, Ronk Ronk, you can juggle me if you want. She looks at you and she just shakes her head. Ronk Ronk. What? That's rude. She just looks and she points to the dog, the wolf, and she's like, Ronk Ronk. You only juggle dogs? Ronk Ronk. Knobs her head. Alteron, you're right. We need to teach this thing some sign language. It's actually wolves. Mm. By the way, Riley is like, Ronk Ronk, maybe more than you have. I mean, I'll ask him. I mean, I can talk to him. Riley, do you? How much do you like Ronk Ronk? She smells interesting. Oh, she's wonderful. Watch this. Riley says to you, she's so gentle. She's so powerful, so strong. Watch this. And then Riley starts biting Ronk Ronk, like on the legs and arm. 
and nothing happens. And they're just like play fighting and Ronk Ronk loves it. And Riley's just going to town on Ronk Ronk and nothing's happening to Ronk Ronk. And, and Ronk Ronk and, and, and Riley are just having a great time. Okay, I'll laugh at their antics, but please please don't be throwing him in the air though. That that That's dangerous. Oh, mommy, I like it. I, I get to be held up high above its head. Look, look. Runs just starts jumping up and down to Ronk Ronk and wants him to wants him to be held up really high. You can hold him, I guess. Just Riley, if you want to go flying, just let me know. I'll take you flying. Oh, Ronk Ronk! And she like holds him up and like pretends to fly like Riley around. He's like wee wee. He loves it. He's having the time of his life. Okay, I have no idea what's happening here, but you you two do you. I think they have discovered a bit of a game to play. And then you realize, wait, wait, we can make this an act. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I was thinking that like 10 minutes ago. There it is. Juggle all the PCs. The Beast Juggler. Oh, man, the Beast Juggler. Oh, my. We need a bunch of warthogs. This statue juggles wild beasts. Never have you seen stone with such agility or such mastery over animals. And look, it's Ronk Ronk juggling three wild boars and they're having the time of their lives they do look pretty happy about that that is amazing i just imagine them all as pumbaa and look how tidy they are because ronk ronk is so gigantic it kind of makes me sad that we can't use some of like the old acts that were really cool because they're just too low level they're not as cool as a golem that juggles wolves and boars is it as cool as that it, no, this is this is probably the coolest one we have. By the last path, we're gonna meet like a dragon that can take the entire tent through multiple dimensions. Oh, and you have Boralu, the dead singer, who sings to ghosts, which Otteron can summon, and then they can like do an act. Really? Do you really think the bird guy is gonna be able to compete with this? No. Mm-mm. Come on, bird guy. Remember him. Remember the bird guy. Yeah. Remember him. Yeah. What was his name? I don't even remember his name anymore. Yeah, we gave him a chance and he choked. His name was Choker. Right. That's all he ever did. Yeah, he did not fare well. But now we have the animal trait and the music trait, so I'm good. I've got my act ready to go. Is that what we're headed up to next? Like the circus is about to do a performance? If you want. In theory, we would do a performance in Castanley. Or if you don't want to, we can just head over to Turpin Row. Well... I thought maybe, I agree with Vanessa's, like, let's streamline this, like, a lot. I thought maybe we could just, like, do it so super quick. Just, like, the elevator pitch. My act is going to be this and this and this. And, I don't know, maybe we throw a dice or not and just move on. Because I hate to abandon the circus. Like, it's the three-ring adventure. We can't just abandon it. But it is it is getting a little long in the tooth. <laughs> we could definitely just make it super quick. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind just putting a bunch of pluses together. How many acts? What level are they? Add the pluses and then have a difficulty and the amount you beat it by is whatever the levels of success. Or it's like hand waves because the thing is the whole circus thing has its own gold economy that doesn't interact with the rest of the game anyway. It kind of doesn't matter. Oh, really? So I think it'd be fun to just describe what we do. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, everyone has a good time. We're like, cool. And then we move on. I'm fine with that. Like, I just want to, like, I have, you know, I have cool acts planned. I just want to say that she does a cool act, and I don't care 
anything else anything else happen yeah, yeah people are happy we do well because we're heroes and uh okay what do you think steve whatever you want okay doesn't matter to me yeah and i'm not even gonna do like what's this right bonus let me let me read this real quick i was figuring for this i was just gonna do like the elevator pitch for the act like happens this and this yeah. does this and at some point, this is going to happen, you know, and, and I, I'm just going to be done with that. I just can't figure out if this next one is going to be the saxophone one or the guitar one. I just can't figure it out. I'm thinking the guitar one because the sax is my favorite. I want to say the best for last. Well, I think we should do the, like Lauren was saying, the quick elevator pitch thing of the circus. Let's get in the zone real quick. We do like, hey, we did the circus and some fun stuff happened. Steven, you can tell us what some of the cool new acts we got do and how people react. And then we move on. And it's like, we still acknowledge in game that this is a thing we're doing. And we've already established the do a circus, explore a tower, do a circus, explore a tower. So we're just doing that again. Plus, it's the three ring adventure. I, we yeah. could spend a total of 10 minutes on it and be done. That's what I'm thinking. All right. It's fine by me. So we're doing the circus wet in Castanly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where you are. The cabbage capital of the world? That's right. Well, and there's like a big festival here, too. Like, we came That was to... in Turpin Row. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Okay. Turpin Row. That's the next place you're going to. That'll be the last one. The last big one. Yeah, that'll be the last one. We can get back to the circus, introduce... Runk, runk, and then spend a few days advertising and getting things ready and resting. Mm -hmm. And then get the circus together with Runk, runk being able to juggle some animals. Including Riley. Ooh. Yep. And then I can't remember their name. Borbaloo? Yes. Also not Riley. Oh, Riley. Riley loves it. No, what if she drops him? She never drops anyone unless she drops them. There's no injury trait on the act. <laughs> That's right, no injury trait. That's right. Ooh, good point. Fine, but I will cast Featherfall if she drops him. It is a reaction. Gamification. There you go. I mean, okay. Oh, I have an important question. After we finished up the last tower, we went up a level. Did we level again? No. Oh. Yeah, that would be way too soon. I bet we will after the next tower, though. But did we level again? Oh, my God. That would be abrupt. Yeah, wow. In your mind, you did. Ah. Ooh. You're like, in my mind, I picture myself as 11th level, permanently affected by a weakness spell. Not weakness. Drained. I'm permanently drained. Every All you were drained one. No, no. I'm 11th level and half golem in my mind. Oh, well. Which half? The bottom half? Wait, I, I got some good stuff down there. I don't know if I like that. Or the top half. Left, left, left half. It's like an Amazon, except opposite. Mm-hmm. I mean, they take off their boob. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. <sighs> what? It's true. It's actually totally fake, by the way. That's a myth. Anyhow. It's true. It is a myth. Someone mute his mic. What? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> it was to make them better at archery. Okay. Okay. Ronk, 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 ronk. In fact, I'm going to do the rest of this recap in Ronk Ronk. Oh, no. How's that sound? I actually think that'd be pretty fun. Please don't. Yeah, seriously. And podcast done. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the last episode. Ronk, 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 Why does this listener count number keep just dividing in half? Ronk, ronk, ronk. Do you hear that? The sound of a slide whistle. That's, that's our count number going down. Ronk, ronk. Runk, runk. Hey! You know what? I think Rob gets a hero point for, like, going into it. He's like, he's part of it. He's like, yeah, man, I'm going with it. I'm going with the runk, runk vibe. 
Wrong croak. Yeah, don't push it. Don't push it. I am Groot. There you go. What did you say to me? <laughs> How many could you get? So, yeah, you got a friend. You got stone skin stuff. You got the ability to turn into a golem. And suddenly, Alhara's dreaming about pooping bricks. Which could be used for something. I don't know what, but damn. It's all the protein and fiber. Well, now she knows what she can literally lift her own poop as her morning workout. Wow. <clears throat> That's... Wow. I mean, I got on the Aeon Stone, so I wouldn't have to do that anymore. Yeah, but maybe you poop Lego bricks. So, like, they're colorful and they're fun. And you could make your own place. Wow. Every day, you're like, hey, Atron, I'm building us a home. I mean, Atron's got a magical home for us to live in. That's pretty cool. I made it myself. Wow. I can chant for 10 minutes and we have a whole house, but okay. <laughs> I just imagine like new circus comers and they're like, oh, I thought I joined the circus. I'm tired of being a cabbage farmer. And you're like, yeah, that's cool. And they're like, hey, so what's with all these little colored bricks everywhere? There's like Lego everywhere. I stepped on some last night. My foot hurts. No, no, don't ask. Don't ask. Ooh, stepping on Legos, not... Not good. In fact, let's go around the table. Which is worse, stepping on a Lego or a D4? Let's get started. Uh, I, I don't know. They're pretty. It's pre They're both pretty bad. The D4 is literally a caltrop. Come on. I'm gonna go with D4. I've stepped on both, and the thing is, the caltrop D4 is so sharp that you will react to it quicker. And the Lego, it's like a slow pain, so you like might damage more of your foot too because they're larger. So, I don't know. I'd say the Lego is a little worse, personally. Mm. Anyhow, let's figure out what we're going to do. Because you're not level 11. Ha ha. Boo. You're still stuck at level 10. 10.5. 10.5. Okay. You get exactly nothing. But round down. You got all these cool new things, which you can sell or use. You got some potions, which, by the way, you never identified. You got some gold and crap. Let's identify them. Yeah, well, I... I waited on those. Now I can do it. Okay. Do you want to know what they are? Yes, please. You got a moderate elixir of life. Ooh. Ooh. Who's getting that thing? Probably me. No, if you're turning into a stone golem, I don't think you need it anymore. No, I think I'm going to need it a lot. Do I have any healing potions? I think I used my last one. So, yeah. Actually, I'll look, I'll look in a sec. Sure. And a greater juggernaut mutagen. Whoa. Also known as the oil of runk runk. Runk runk. That's it. It was just two. Oh, what is that greater juggernaut mutagen? Oh, I think we, have we seen it before? Yeah, just go ahead and put that in your pocket. Yeah. Well, you haven't seen the greater because the greater is level 11. Whoa. Costs 300 gold. You get, Whoa. okay, when you drink it, your body becomes thick and sturdy and you exhibit a healthy glow as though you tend to be ponderous and observant. What? You gain an item bonus to your fortitude saves and a listed number of temporary hit points. So you get 30 temporary hit points for one hour. When you roll a success on your fort save, you get a critical success. I already do that. Instead, and you get a plus three to your fort save. Oh, I don't get that. That's sweet. You should definitely have it. However, you get a minus two penalty to your will saves, perception saves, and initiative rolls. You didn't need any of those anyway. 
because you are very Darius-like. You're like, me no understand. Me no smart. What? Wisdom is not intelligence. Well, in your case, you can't tell. Isn't that your... That's the skill you took. You even took that skill. That's your... Is that your... Oh, that's not your critical success. I have a 18 wisdom. F you. <laughs> you do have an 18 wisdom. Well... It's my second best save. Yeah. Well... Well what? A well's a hole in the ground, Stephen. You're so... Yeah, I accept your apology. I accept your apology. You got me. You got me. You got me. <laughs> you got me. Fine. You're all amazing because you're 10th level. In fact, I don't even know what to say anymore. Soon you're going to all have 18 and 20s in every ability score. You're going to be legendary in everything. Ahara is going to be made out of stone. Soon you're just going to be like, oh, is that a is that a, a, a swarm of Tyrannosaurus Rexes? I punch it and kill them all in one round. I love it. <laughs> that actually would be pretty funny. I actually want to make that now. A T-Rex swarm. Wait, a troop of Tyrannosaurus Rexes. 16 Tyrannosaurus Rexes as one unit. Oh my god. Can we get them to join the circus? That'd be pretty cool. That would be awesome. Instead of like traditional clowns, we have T-Rexes as clowns. And they come in with their tiny little arms, like trying to catch things. They keep missing and then they roar in frustration and everyone laughs. Well, if we ever get to the fourth book, it is called Siege of the Dinosaurs. Oh, spoiler alert. Wow. <laughs> well, dinosaurs are yeah, dinosaurs are not a spoiler. <laughs> and usually in Adventure Pass, the fourth book is traditionally the best book. Not, not always, but most times. So as our resident biologist, I reserve the right to name whatever kind of group of a new thing. So we're not going to go with a troop of Tyrannosaurus, but I do like a siege of Tyrannosaurus. Trying to storm the castle. A siege. Cool. Tyrannosaurus is desperately trying to hold battering rams and their tiny little arms and they can't do it. And they're trying to like hit the wall with it. <laughs> they're like, siege the castle. They're all like trying to hold it and they're running and it going flying in every direction. <laughs> like, oh, not again. There's an Ankylosaurus there with the big old freaking wrecking ball tail just like sitting there like, what am I, chopped liver? Like, come on, just get me in there. And the T-Rexes are like, no, no, we got it. We'll pick it up. It's fine. Siege of the dinosaurs. That's what it is. You're commanding a dinosaur army and you're going to be sieging various castles. We're going to be sieging Castle Varus? Nice. Yes. No, my castle. Yes. They finally give up, and the Ankylosaurus is like, yes, my time has come. And the T-Rexes elect the freaking Triceratops to ram the door. It does. It gets its horn stuck. And the Ankylosaurus is like, come on. I do one thing. Hey, patrons, do you like it more when we rant about random crap for 20 minutes <laughs> or actually play the adventure? I'm just curious. I'm just curious to see what the patrons think. Coin flip. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's not fair. That's who? Ah, that's the worst answer. Boo, boo, Paper Ninja. I'm calling you out on a public podcast. Paper's right, though. Like, sometimes our rants are good. Sometimes they can't all be Hamlin's hots, you know. True. That's true. That was, that was, that's, that's a legendary one. Okay. So you're in Cast and Lee. Yep. We're going to do a circus. You're going to do a quick circus. Now. The new modified, we're just going to quickly describe it and get circus flavor. It's the same circus flavor, but half the calories. That's hilarious. Ooh. That was a good one. You have 
two new acts. Steven, you can have a villain point for that. Okay. <laughs> the invulnerable beast juggler. But you can only use it during the circus. I'm, I'm sorry. Those are the rules. Woohoo. Oh, great. Oh, jeez. And you have Babaloo, Babaloo, who sings to the spirit. So you guys Love figure it. out who's going to describe what. And we'll just put on a show and we'll just roll things. Just random. I'm just going to do D20s. Oh, no. And we're just going to use stuff. Oh, I'm just, just for funsies. What things are happening? I don't know. You're rolling D20s. I guess we're going to find out. Well, I guess we'll find out. I'm just going to make it up. We'll make it up. We'll see how good you do. Babaloo could start the show. You know, I feel like he'd be a good intro. Okay. Like Babalu will he, he could go up to the fr- to the center ring, the lights could dim, and he could just start crooning. You know, ah, I can't sing though. Vanessa, do, do a song real quick. Croon a spooky song for us. I'm I'm not doing that. Well, first of all, right before you start the circus, you set it up. Everyone's excited to come to Castanley. Of course, they insist that during the circus, you bring cabbages into the act every time. Every time, cabbages have to be part of the show. It's like sponsored by cabbages. You know, like when you go to Disney World and they have those like rides and they're sponsored by like AT&T. Well, your show is going to be sponsored by cabbages. Okay. Perfect. We can use, like, the sound effects of cabbage. We can, like, beat on them, like... Is it the bouge? Yeah, we could do the bouge with cabbage. Oh, that's the official sound effect of cabbages. Wow. Is it? Is it really? It could be the bois, too. Bois. Or you could do both. Cabbages and the bouge and the bois. All right, so Boogaloo does the bouge and the bois, and then I guess somebody else will be next. I'll go next. I got an idea. Oh, wait. Describe a little bit. Give me 30 seconds. That's all I ask. 30 seconds of what he does. Well, I said he... he okay. Well, I, I can't sing. I need somebody... I need Vanessa to do a little... Like 30... Like a little like a little crooning. You do Hotel California, right? I have no idea what you want me to sing. Just do Hotel California, but like in like a crooning t- tone, like Frank Sinatra would. We're just sing from the... Wait, you, you know the Lord of the Rings show tunes. Those will work perfect for this. It's all about food, right? Oh, it's not all about food. There's one about... All right, then sing from, like, Omelette the Musical. Oh, my gosh. I'm not doing that. I gotta feel passionate about it. And these are just such bizarre requests. I don't even know where to go with this. All right, let me pull up. Sing something you're passionate about. No, I'm too tired. I don't want to sing. Oh, fine. Don't make me sing. Don't make me sing. Don't make me sing. Please, don't twist my arm. Stop. Don't twist my arm. Ow, ow, you're twisting my arm. Guys. All right, all right, all right. Are you ready? I will subject you. I will subject you to my singing. Please do. Okay, but I'm going to have to. Okay, so Boogaloo's a guy, though, so I'm going to have to lower it. Let me see if I can do Boogaloo. What? I'm going to try and do Boogaloo. I have no idea what this means. Boogaloo's the guy's name. The the pug's name. <laughs> On a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair, warm smell of colitas rising up through the air. Yeah, he does the song. Aww. He's singing to the spirits. Oh, that was so good. I wanted more. I love it. Yay. That was fun. And I think due to copyright reasons, we probably can't do more of that song. <laughs> Back to the show. Babalu warned up the crowd. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Thinking also, don't forget you have the juggling golem. Yeah, no, that's cool. But we should have an OG in there. So I'll go next as one of the two acts in the warm up. And mine is to do ever increasingly difficult stunts where Alhara has to smash 
cabbages. So it's kind of a Gallagher sort of act, but she's got her bow staff and she's like jumping off of platforms and hitting them in midair. And there's cabbages attached to like hooks on ropes swinging around. And she like jumps up and hits multiples of them. And she's doing all these ones. And for the finale, there's like a cabbage way up in the air. And she ends up having to jump off of all these different things. And one of the things she has to jump off of is actually our new golem friend who's in the next ring over doing its juggling act and like jumps over into its hand and just gets launched by this thing. And then up there, and bam! smacks the thing and falls down 50 whole feet where it's like oh, there's no net she's gonna die and then she just three-point lands and then applause Yay. into the remains of the cabbages that you smashed the pieces yes i love it so you're cabbage lady cabbage smasher you got it cabbage patch girl cabbage smasher cabbage patch kid 19 crowd loves it yeah, yeah, cabbages, cabbage girl, cabbage girl. That's going to stick, by the way. This is not the nickname. No, no this is not. That's going to stick. He's good at Please. cabbage girl. Oh, my God. Cabbage girl, cabbage girl. Like little kids are screaming, cabbage girl, we love you. Ow. You did such a good job that, well, it's infamous. You, uh, you don't get to choose your nicknames, I hate to say. And 99% of the times, you don't like the ones you're given. Cabbage girl, who's next? You did such a good job. I'm trying to think of what to do. What about Durder? Or Term Term? Runk Runk. Runk Runk. <laughs> runk Runk. Runk Runk was in the other ring during the, the, the act two. Okay, someone can describe the Runk Runk juggling act where she juggles. I'll take it. Well, you have a lot of animals, so go for it. Juggles animals, and they love it. Yeah, I think Runk Runk walks out very solid and just takes very slow, deliberate steps till they're in the center and then like, claps a few times, get people clapping as well, and the sound echoing, and then gestures for some of the individuals to come out with some of the animals, some of the hands and assistants. And then one by one, they gesture and the animals like jump up and then Runk Runk continues to juggle one at a time until they're juggling four, five, six different animals. And the animals are all like hooting and hollering excitedly since they all love Runk Runk. Runk 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 Runk. And the whole place starts chanting like Runk Runk. I love it. Runk 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 Runk. I'm chanting from, from behind the curtain. And then of course at the end a cabbage is thrown in just oh, yeah. for good measure. And then and the cabbages as well which some of the animals eat. Right I was going to say and then Runk Runk mixes it up by like alternating the cabbage with the animals so they like eat it while in midair and the place goes crazy. Like it's like yeah, yeah. that's the greatest thing we've ever seen. No. Runk, 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 runk. I love it. Everyone's like, this is like the Cabbage Patch Central best circus ever when it comes to cabbage-based circuses. Circus of wayward cabbages. Good job. Who's next? One of the OGs. So you got a lot of OGs because you even have the ones from last. No, the the players are the OGs. Oh, you. I don't know. Darius can do something cool with cabbages, I'm sure. Where's Darius sitting out as usual? I think Darius is sitting out. <gasps> He's had a long day. We still don't even have our spells back. Uh, he hasn't performed in a while. No, it, it's been multiple days because we would have had to. Oh, okay. They're completely fresh. Everyone's fresh. 
All right, we'll have we'll go real quick. You know? No, that's right. I forgot about you. You you definitely you want to so bad. I do. I do. I forgot about Hap. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's no big deal. All right, so she's gonna kind of run out this time instead of like do her mystical dance. She's gonna run out. She's gonna chuck two cabbages in the air and just like quick draw. Like, pew, pew, Put some fire. Let's make these cabbages explode. And then she's going to stick her hands in the air and summon an instrument. And she's going to summon an electric lute. Like, just some badass, like, six-string instrument. Jethro Tull? Yeah, something cool like that. And then she's going to do, you know, like, real metal, like, music with, like, fire coming out. And every now and then she'll kick a cabbage and then, like, make it blow up. And just have, like, a really cool little rock show with cabbages and fire and stuff. It's the Cabbage Rock Show. I'm going to do two rolls and we'll take the better one. Yeah! Oh, look at that, 18. Oh, okay, yeah, they love it. They, they love it. They love smelling the roasted cabbage. Everyone, like, is excited, and some of it gets into the audience, and they, like, munch down on it. They're, like, all excited. This whole cabbage theme is going over probably better than any of your circuses to date, in fact. Whatever it is about the streamline thing, this actually feels like we're putting on the greatest show in Galarian. And this actually kind of revitalizes it for me. This kind of makes it fun. Well, just remember... All you got to do is put cabbages in every show. Who's next? Now you have all the original acts, including the ones from last adventure, which there was a whole bunch. I don't even remember how many you had. So yeah, like Miss Dancer. He's not going to perform because she's not the star, and she doesn't no. she doesn't perform with cabbages. That's not that's not her thing. And no, you have a whole bunch. Yeah, well, we could have the amazing Aqua Kineticist come out. That that's the person we. Oh yeah save from the oubliette yeah so they could come out and have like a few different pools of water and a number of cabbages are added and as they kind of dance around they cause the water to spiral up bringing the cabbages with them and can deliver the cabbages to different individuals as the water kind of like spirals and dances over the edges of the circus tent that just sounds weird so cool dancing water cabbage i love dancing water cabbage yeah is that something from like airbender no no if it was from avatar we would just smash a bunch of cabbages Eh, crowd's okay i like it they, they enjoy it but not nearly as much as the other ones because they're like you know soggy cabbage is not that great Cr mm. crispy cabbage sure animals eating cabbage sure smashing cabbage is sure but wet cabbage Moist cabbage. Moist cabbage. It's not so great. All right, this is it. The big finale. Who's going to do the big, big finale? Hap, cook some cabbage. She already went. I'll just walk around and, you know, hand out cooked cabbage. Nah, I need an act. We got Atron or anyone else you have in there. Unless Darius decides to go. Atron, you could do something with your cauldron. The cauldron of cabbage. Oh! Yeah, every time Otteron has a performance, it goes bad. This is their time. This is their shot. Big performance. Otteron will come out and add their usual ingredients to the cauldron, adding colored smoke. And then as they throw in cabbage, it starts to roast, filling the air with a very aromatic scent. 
as they cook up a very delicious smelling cabbage stew, which the animals come back out for and feast upon. And they fill the room with illusions of various people festivaling and dancing and celebrating all the different forms of cabbage foods and meals that the mayor had informed us about, celebrating all the different uses and delicious tastes of cabbage. Is it like the Carousel of Progress in Disney World, except instead of showing technology over the years, it's cabbages over the years? Yeah. And of course, there will be an illusion of the mayor, Jupin, I think was the name. My notes are right. Ooh, I'm going to hero point one of those? <laughs> That's just one. You got two hero points. Sure, why not? Oh, that's a bad roll. And I take the highest. Oh, I'm shocked. What, you hero point and roll the one. Twelve. They enjoy it. They enjoy the cabbage history. But the problem is, the mayor, as much as everyone enjoys it, the mayor is like, he got it all wrong. That's not how the history of cabbage. You left out the Great Cabbage Famine. You left out the Great Cabbage Wars. You left out the Great Cabbage Patch. You missed some of the most important aspects. But I give you full credit for giving the abbreviated version of the cabbage history. A brief history of cabbage. A brief history of cabbage well and there was the leaf council of 3282 why what are Uh, you even how could you forget the leaf council it's like the most important part the great cabbage wars of 2716 that's right the great cabbage wars no one no one forgets the great cabbage wars the ground was red with cabbage i really wish now i was playing a leshy oh my god they got really massacred because people were confusing leshies with cabbages all the time and oh no it was it was messy, let me tell you. I was legit going to play a Leshy. Well, isn't there a restaurant in Epsilon that serves Leshy salad? What? Yeah. I haven't read the book. Steven, we wrote that menu ourselves, remember? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I was like, wait, what? It's not a Leshy, it's a themed. It's themed. I thought you were talking about a real thing. I mean, it pretends to be. Oh yes, there is the leshy. There is the leshy salad, but you only put in a fake ghost to make it scream when you're eating it. Wow. You're like, oh my god, I'm eating leshies! It's like screaming. It's like, no, it's fake. It's fake, or is it? Mm. Wow. Remind me never to eat at your restaurant. It's not my restaurant. It all like pretends to be spookier than it really is. That's right. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> this, Why does that dog hate cabbages so much? This gif of the dog eating cabbage is just amazing. That does not make a good podcast, but I'm sorry. The Corky hates cabbages. That Corky's <laughs> going crazy. Oh, he's screaming too. Look at that. Look at he rips it to pieces. <laughs> I like how the little arm hangs Oh, in. <laughs> you're right. It's like dead. <laughs> Someone really put detail like, into this. They must really hate cabbage. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is happening? I've seen this before, but I never saw with the pictures. I like how he like gulps down an eye to watch this. Like he goes, Rawr! he eats the eyes. Oh god. Oh well, my also god. watch its eyes. It's screaming. And then when it starts getting bitten, it just sort of goes limp like it's dying. 
I like the cabbage in the corner crying. Oh my god. Although to be fair, I think it's lettuce. But still No, it's cabbage. Oh, is yeah. It? Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. That dog hates oh, cabbage. Is that Riley? Is that Riley <laughs> going crazy? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Riley's not a corgi. Come on. <laughs> I know, but Riley could be evil like the corgi. He is half demon. Like maybe he could be. <laughs> I'm just dying. <laughs> oh my lord. Anyhow, <laughs> good show. Good show, everyone. Yay! Everyone enjoyed the circus. Your dad was excited to mix it up with some fruits and vegetables. Oh, good. Well, maybe next time you're actually going to have to do something a little different because you're going to go to Turban Row and they just started the festival over there. And uh, Uh the festival and Turban Row, it's the two-week stump festival to celebrate local industry. Which is stumps. So maybe next time your circus is going to have to go all lumberjack, I must say. I sleep all night and I work all day. So we'll see. I want lots of Monty Python this time around. Oof. Oof. Anyhow, what do you do? You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that Mountain Dew is not one of the four food groups.